Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Now, the start of December is not only when so many Christmas festivities kick off, but it marks a super production of La Boheme and Cork Opera House. So to chat about it, I was joined on Zoom during the week by Eileen Gleeson, Artistic Director in Cork Opera House, and by soprano Emma Nash, who's one of the Cara O'Sullivan Associate Artists performing in the production. It means so much to everyone. As you can hear how emotional Eileen was when she spoke, and the two of them spoke to me about the production. Eileen and Emma, it is just gorgeous to not just talk to the two of you, but see the two of you. So, you know, I'm quite happy to be using Zoom away outside all of the lockdowns we had. It's great to still be able to connect like this. And it's great to be able to connect with the two of you ahead of this beautiful production of Lab OM. And I'm going to come to you, Eileen, first, because you, in your position in the Opera House, must be so proud of how year on year this has just grown, not just with the musicians, the orchestras and the opera house as a production house, but with the audiences too. Yeah, it's been an absolute privilege to watch and to be part of the process of developing an opera program at the opera house and to work with the incredible, amazing artists that we have in our midst in Cork and outside of Cork, you know, because we like to bring people down to perform on our stage too, which is wonderful. But this particular version of La Boheme, it originated during lockdown when we did an outdoor program, a free outdoor program in June of 2021, which was the like the dead of COVID, you know, very much. It was the first time people had seen live music since the beginning of COVID. And it was a really, really meaningful production that really meant a lot to anybody who was at it. I think, Anne-Marie, you might have seen a version of it at, in Emmett Place at the time. But I think what was really special about this as well is that we we were working, it was our first production with the Carol O'Sullivan Associate Artists. And this was a group of artists that we put together at the very early days of lockdown in Carol O'Sullivan's name to celebrate her incredible legacy and the beautiful work that she did and the legacy that she left in her wake. And these artists were put in place to celebrate and memorialise her. And to get it now from having been something that we did in the midst of lockdown life and put it into an our auditorium with a full audience is just absolutely out. We're out of our minds with excitement about it. It's so meaningful for so many reasons and so wonderful for so many reasons. 
and we just can't wait. I remember that particular production that took place in Emmett Place and I remember the hugely emotional audience that there was gathered round on chairs outside uh, watching. I remember people who were passing by who were just shopping in town and happened to be walking through Emmett Place and were surprised and delighted obviously to find opera literally um the doorstep of the Cork Opera House, I got a photograph of, uh, I don't know, Deliveroo cyclists going past the bridge, kind of turning around with this expression on his face going, what on earth? As Mimi was singing uh, out loud to everybody. And to bring it from that kind of a level of production to this is hugely exciting. And I'm going to come back to the Associate Arts first. But seeing as we're talking about the staging of it, Emma... Tell us a little bit about the staging of this, because we know we have had these incredible opera concerts over the number of years now in Cork Opera House. This is a little different. And I was reading that it's semi-staged, so audiences are in for a couple of more surprises, are they? Yeah, definitely. I've done, I've been lucky enough to do a number of the concert series and I've always had a ball doing them. They're amazing. You know, they're all about the music and the orchestra. And, but this, you're getting just an, a little bit extra, I think, in that we're going to bring our semi-staged version to the Opera House. We've got Connor Hanrity back directing it and we've got John O'Brien conducting and we've got um, Aideen O'Donoghue uh, narrating the piece as well. So we'll be in costume. The costumes are being designed by uh, Valentina who did our costumes for the outdoor operas. So without giving too much away, you know, it will feel, the only thing we're missing really is sets, but a piece like Lab OM, I think with the full orchestra on stage, and a little bit of semi-staging in the costumes. I just think it's going to be, as Eileen said, it's like, it feels like, you know, the big finale to this amazing two-year program that has been an, like, unspeakable journey for us, like, between the pandemic and just how amazing it has been to be part of a program that honours such an amazing artist as Cara. It's just meant so much to me and the other artists. Um, my first ever opera was with Cara and I was in the chorus of A Masked Ball years and years and years ago when she sang Amelia and I was just always in awe of her voice, her personality and her talent, her artistry and to be part of a programme that carries on her legacy is just such an incredible honour and this feels like a big, a big celebration of of her that programme in Lab OM. I think it's going to be a really, really special evening. I love how it does actually tie so many strands together. Like Cara was so supportive of other singers and musicians. Not just supportive, but she would, you know, motherly, if not bossily, <laughs> tell you what you should be doing, uh, especially if she saw talent in you. And she never wanted to let, to let anyone sit in their laurels. If she saw talent that could grow and people who could perform, she pushed people to do it. And so mm-hmm. I think that's really special, Eileen, you know, that you have taken her name to use as a, an umbrella umbrella to platform and to, in a way, push performers uh, onto another level of exposure and introduce them to networking and introduce them to opportunities to sing on 
stages like the opera house, but with orchestras and musicians and collaborations to to push onto the next level. It's really important. I think, uh, Anne-Marie, the whole point of the residency is to do that. You know, I mean, it's to emulate Cara's ability to nurture and mind and protect her colleagues which she really did exceptionally well. And it's something that when people talk about Cara, to me, uh, they talk about this generosity of spirit that she had. And I think that it's a, it's a huge privilege for the Opera House to be able to memorialise Cara and to be in a position to, I suppose, celebrate her in that way because she was such a phenomenally important part of the landscape for us, for all of us, for all of the artists in Cork that this is our way of making space for her and and for her colleagues and for the people that she loved. And that is a really huge privilege and an enormous honour and one that I hope we can continue to do for a long, long time. Of course, coming up to Christmas, and I know there's the Cork Opera House Christmas concert, which we might talk about in a second, Eileen, as well. But um, I'll come back to you, though. La Boheme, you know, takes place if you like, on Christmas Eve, practically. So it's it's a it has a little bit of a Christmassy element and a tie to it. So it's a gorgeous one to start off the month of December with. Um, and the story itself is just peppered with Puccini gems, isn't it? Yeah, the music has that kind of magic festive feel because it's so luscious and it's so romantic. And I think it does, it really does have a Christmassy feel. You know, it's obviously the story of four struggling bohemians in Paris in winter. You know, you can almost see the snowy setting and it's just so romantic. And unfortunately, on on that Christmas Eve, uh, Mimi knocks on Rodolfo's door and their their lives are changed forever. I don't know if, if anyone knows the story, but the basic idea is, is that Mimi knocks on the door and they fall in love on the magic Christmas Eve night. But unfortunately, something darker is brewing because Mimi is desperately ill. And it just tells the story of these immense friendships between these bohemians. And I play the part of Musetta, who's this fiery prostitute, but who has this incredible caring heart and who really comes through at the end for Mimi, who's her best friend. And I think that that story has a lovely, it just has a gorgeous sentiment to it, which has that best of feeling, you know, it's the time of year to think in those positive ways and friendship and family. And I think that's why it has such a festive feel to it. It has the warm glow, despite the sad ending. You know, it really does. And uh, I know people will come to it in their droves because this is one of, I guess, if not the most performed opera, really, isn't it, Eileen? Yeah, I mean, it's any opportunity we get to do, any time we get the opportunity to do La Boheme, we just, like, can't wait. We kind of get giddy about it, you know? Like, it's such a phenomenal piece and such a great way for us to kind of exercise the opera muscle, you know? We really, really love it. And we can't wait to do something like this is a little bit different to the usual format that we would do for our concert performances in that we'll have a narrator kind of helping tell the story. The, act, the singers will be acting and 
that for us is kind of like the, the next, I suppose, step in, you know, building our capacity as a producing house and something that we take very seriously here at the Opera House. So, yeah, it's a really, really exciting moment for us. And we're just we really can't wait. You know, it's just very, very exciting. I know that when we started talking about these opera concerts first a number of years ago, one of the things that you emphasised at the time, which has really borne out in practice, is you wanted it to be an organic growth. And that is exactly what's happening. And it's it's really exciting to see the Opera House in a position now to be taking those next levels up of the various uh, stages of development back to full, blousy opera productions. And they're coming. They are coming. OK, um, we're kind of out of time in a way, which means we're just going to have to talk again, Eileen, about the Christmas concert uh, later on. But just remind people of the date of the Cork Opera House Christmas concert now, because tickets for that are already on sale like hotcakes. Tickets for already are already on sale like hotcakes, Elmarie, and it's, it's going to be an absolutely stunning concert. It's Monday the 12th and Tuesday the 13th of December. We're doing it for two nights. And it's going to be, there's going to be up to 150 people performing in these concerts. They're big, big concerts. So a big Christmas extravaganza. In the meantime, though, Lab OM for one night only, which is Monday, the 5th of December, a really Christmassy, operatic, beautifully romantic way to start the month. And Emma and all of the Cara O'Sullivan associate artists, the very best of luck to you and congratulations on such a wonderful run uh, in the position. And Eileen, just the most glorious congratulations to you on this and all the other initiatives that you have spearheaded, which have just been so wonderful. Thanks to the two of you. Thanks, Thank mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.